Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I am joined by Alex Gladstein, the Chief Strategy Officer of the Human Rights Foundation. Listen in as we discuss the Oslo Freedom Forum and Taiwan as a democratic haven in Asia. Hi, Alex. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your role and what the Human Rights Foundation is? Sure. Well, the Human Rights Foundation is a nonprofit advocacy organization that works to promote individual rights and civil liberties in authoritarian societies. So we focus on more than 90 countries around the world, which are ruled by dictatorships or by military governments or by you know any sort of regime that doesn't acknowledge free speech and the right to assemble freely and free and fair elections and separation of powers, rule of law, press freedom, etc. So the Human Rights Foundation has a specialization in terms of focusing on trying to help people who live under authoritarianism. And my role is to help grow the organization and help build new partnerships as the chief strategy officer. I heard that the first Oslo Freedom Forum was in Taiwan last year. Is that correct? Yeah. So in 2009, we started a conference series in Norway called the Oslo Freedom Forum, which brings together people from different backgrounds and different industries to think about how they can help protect and promote human rights and civil liberties around the world. And the traditional format is brave and extraordinary activists and journalists get to tell their story on stage in a kind of a TED-style lecture format that kind of very engaging and something that's very entertaining, ideally, so that you remember what they say in, in a sort of a brief format. And then we kind of surround that with, with all kinds of interactive programming. So last year, we brought this experience to Asia for the first time and had the first Oslo Freedom Forum in Taiwan. It was last November. And this year, we're going to be coming back to Taiwan, and we will be hosting the Oslo Freedom Forum here in Taiwan on the 13th of September. Do you know the reason why Taiwan was chosen to host this forum? Yes, absolutely. The Human Rights Foundation was looking to do this in Eastern Asia, and there aren't that many fully-fledged democratic states where we could actually host such a thing. The two countries we were looking most closely at were South Korea and Taiwan. And at the end of the day, the current administration in South Korea is just not very friendly towards this sort of thing. They're very much prioritizing the talks with the dictatorship in North Korea over human rights, unfortunately. So they're not very supportive of this sort of thing. Meanwhile, we found a pretty incredible reaction and interest in Taiwan from civil society, from people all across different industries, and of course, even the government. So what you're saying is, if the regime doesn't change in South Korea anytime soon, every new forum will be held in Taiwan every year? Well, at this point, we'd like to make the Taiwan event an annual event for East Asia. Yeah, we have no intention of moving it at the moment. Tell me, are there any serious human rights violations that are happening in Taiwan currently? All governments commit human rights violations. Right. Even Norway. We work only on authoritarian governments, not because democracies don't do bad things, but because in democracies, there's a way for citizens to correct or address or seek grievances. So, for example, in a place like Taiwan or the United States, like we can sue the government. We can write articles in the media criticizing certain things. We can expose corruption, etc., etc. These things are just simply not possible in a place like China or in a place like North Korea or Vietnam. So our goal is to explain why it's important for us to celebrate and build civil liberties and free and open societies. So we would be focusing on China and Vietnam and North Korea and Cambodia and Thailand and Burma, for example, in the region. 
Does China's thought that Taiwan is a part of China affects your foundation's view on Taiwan's democracy? We view Taiwan as a sovereign nation, as a democratic system, and our goal is to help support what the Taiwanese people have built in Taiwan in terms of a free and open society. We think that Taiwan has a lot to offer the world in terms of lessons on how a country can go from dictatorship to democracy. Hmm. Okay, so you said this year's Oslo Freedom Forum is going to be held September 13th. Tell me, what is going to go on at this year's forum? Sure. We'll be hosting it at the Creative Park, and the day will begin with registration and networking. I mean, people will be coming in in the morning, meeting each other. We're going to be featuring an expo of sorts where attendees will be able to look at different projects in the human rights space and learn from some of the civil society organizations in Taiwan that are keeping the government and society honest. And we'll begin at around 10 o'clock with the theater program. So this will be like TED-style talks and musical performances and maybe some fireside chats as well. So the day is mainly based on these short, very powerful presentations. And the sessions are built to be about an hour in length. So you'll go in for a session, you'll come out, you'll have like a networking break, you'll go back in again, and then we'll have a lunch break where you'll get to break out into smaller groups and have different conversations on different topics. And then we'll have a final session in the afternoon before breaking. Topics you can expect to hear about include disinformation and election interference, the fight for free speech and independent media in Eastern Asia, the struggle for LGBT rights and transgender rights, certainly what's happening in Hong Kong and China's sort of goal and intention of basically crushing democracy and freedom in Hong Kong and how connected that is to their plans for Taiwan. We'll be having a strong look at North Korea and despite what you see with the world leaders hanging out with Kim Jong-un and laughing it up that there's simply horrific things happening to the North Korean people and that there are ways for us to help them on our own peacefully from a civil point of view where we don't have to follow the lead of our governments who seem intent on legitimizing the North Korean dictator. That's some of the content you might see. We'll also have some technology content with regard to both what the Chinese government is doing to its citizenry with advanced surveillance technology as well as payments technology and then kind of ways that people are fighting back. Can anybody attend this forum? Yeah, we have our own list of people that we approach and invite, but we've made the step this year of making the registration link public. So it's on Eventbrite. Anybody can attend. We will, of course, screen for certain people and work with the local authorities to make sure that it's a safe environment. So anyone who attends has to input a certain amount of information about themselves so that we can understand who you are. And there will be security there. Obviously, there's some high-profile speakers. So, But in general, we want to create like an open and uh, tolerant environment is the goal. What would you say to the average person who asks, how can I make a difference with human rights or how can I help your foundation? What would you advise them to do? Well, I think the first step is to come to this event on September 13th. The reason we started this conference series is to help the average person understand. When I say the average person, I mean someone who's not a human rights expert or someone who doesn't view themselves as a human rights expert. So how can you, as perhaps a doctor or a student or an artist or an entrepreneur or a corporate leader, how can you make a difference in the struggle for human rights? Well, the first thing is to come to the Oslo Freedom Forum, hear the stories of these people. They will inspire you in different ways. They all are part of a movement or a struggle that needs support. And there's so many different ways to provide support. I mean, there's ways to provide moral support to show solidarity. There's ways to provide logistical support. I mean, a lot of these organizations need lawyers. They need people to help them with 
documents to visit different countries. They need translation help. They need web help or perhaps creative help. There's a lot of sort of logistical, technical help that these organizations need. Of course, they all need money and funding to do their work more. So maybe there's ideas there. But at the end of the day, there's there's so many different interesting ways that you can help people. And, And it starts with just showing up and listening and learning and then trading notes. Can you tell me who you're most looking forward to seeing on the stage this year? Sure. I mean, there's a couple highlights. You're seeing in the news right now that there's quite a famous singer from Hong Kong named Denise Ho who's been helping lead the protest movement there. She's currently in Geneva testifying at the UN Human Rights Council on police brutality in Hong Kong and the very real implications of the extradition bill. So she's going to be speaking, and she's a really amazing speaker and carries a really strong, timely message. Also, Mr. Young Ho is coming, as well as Yeonmi Park. Yeonmi Park and Young Ho are both born in North Korea. So Yeonmi Park escaped as a young woman and wrote about her story in a book which sold a ton of copies in Taiwan. So I would highly recommend people come and listen to her story. It's stunning. And, you know, she comes from the activist point of view, meaning she escaped as a citizen. Young Ho has a totally different story. I mean, Young Ho is the highest-ranking diplomat to ever escape from North Korea. So his job was to go around the world and brainwash people into making them believe that North Korea was a good government. And he did this all over Europe. And one day, he just decided with his family to leave. So they just left from the North Korean embassy in London, walked out the door, and went to the South Korean embassy. So this is the kind of content that you're going to get at this conference. It's totally unusual, highly inspiring, very provocative, you know? And if someone was interested in attending or finding out more information, where would you direct them towards? Go to OsloFreedomForum.com, or they can email me, Alex, A-L-E-X, at hrf.org. We've intentionally made, especially for students and nonprofit folks, the ticket price extremely low. It's basically the price of a beer. So we hope a lot of people can come. Oh. And for, for working professionals, it's not that much more expensive either. Okay. Um, we also are offering like a more VIP level ticket for people that want to come hang out with the speakers separately. But we're trying to make the barrier for entry very low here. Okay. So when you say a price of a beer, what do you mean? Can you talk an entry? It's like nine U.S. dollars. Okay. So I guess that's for three hundred. Yes, it's something like three hundred, and I think it's six hundred for the standard ticket, and then something like a couple thousand for the VIP one. Oh. Okay. So we're talking pretty reasonable rates here. And it's a very unique, exciting day. I mean, it can really change your life. You can meet some incredible people. I mean, it's not just about the speakers, it's about who comes, right? So right. there's a lot of philanthropists and technologists and journalists who come. So for media, if media want to attend, we have a separate process for that where we have a limited number of media badges. Well, good to know. Thank you so much, Alex, for talking with me. My pleasure. Thanks for tracking me down, and I hope to see you and some of your audience members at the Oslo Freedom Forum in Taiwan on September 13th. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank Alex again for joining me. If you'd like to hear more, head to www.icrt.com.tw. And don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.